Welcome to The Yoga Voice, a podcast by City Yoga, School of Yoga and Health. Our guests discuss how the contemporary practice of this ancient art transforms the lives of individuals and communities in the Midwest and beyond. City Yoga has been a center for the practice of yoga and yoga teacher training since opening in 2002. Join us as we explore how yoga inspires and transforms. Welcome all to the Yoga Voice. Dave Sims here is your host today on this special edition of the Yoga Voice. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary of City Yoga School of Yoga and Health in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I had a special guest on, the um, actual founder of City Yoga, Nikki Myers, started the studio 20 years ago. I took over running it 10 years ago. We've become great friends in the meantime. And Nikki is just a, a wonderful person. She's a yoga therapist, a teacher, somatic experiencing practitioner. She's co-founder of the Yoga of 12-Step Recovery, coined as Y12SR. And like I said, she's the was the founder of our School of Yoga and Health. And we just had this incredible conversation about some of the seeds that were planted early on that sprouted into this beautiful studio and school that we have today. And then the roots of how the Y12SR program and all the amazing program that Nikki has been doing um, just really the last 20 years. You find uh, information to how to get a hold of her through our podcast notes, and you can find her on um Home Stars, a wonderful platform by the incredible Keena McGregor. And so she has a lot of teachings out there. Um, I encourage you to check out her website. But do sit back and enjoy listening to this um, really got pretty deep in our conversations around yoga and recovery and addiction and healing and all the different components and all the amazing people that have come together and uh, really a much-needed approach to healing um, through yoga therapy, through yoga philosophy, through the blending of spiritual principles underlying the 12-step recovery model. So there was a lot of, lot of things we covered in a short amount of time. So... Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, here we go. Welcome, Nikki. Wow, <laughs> we were just catching up. It's just so incredible. It's been a few years since I, we've sat in here. It has been a few years. <laughs> and until you said that, um, it was 2018, 2019. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. It was, that's time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, time, the last few years, time seems to be warped. <laughs> right. Right. And I know it's an illusion, right? Yeah. That yeah. it's not even real. And oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, the, um, yeah, <clears throat> just quite a, it's quite a journey. So, so. Just to our listeners, um, Nikki has previously been on the show, like we said, it's been a few years back, but she's here today because we are getting ready to celebrate City Yoga School of Yoga and Health's 20th anniversary, and Nikki was the founder, and um, it's also 
10 years that I've been running it. I know. And it's, it's like, it's unbelievable. So Unbelievable. Um, so I wanted to get her in, A, to see her and catch up, and I love talking to Nikki, and, and B, to just, you know, kind of talk about uh, where you're at today and then kind of take a little trip down memory lane to the little seeds of city yoga sprouting. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, lots to catch up on. Lots, lots of, um, um, you know, things to cover. But I, one thing, you know, we I've always appreciated your intention behind the studio and going through the training here myself, and and then trying to honor what you started. And then also being open to how it grows and evolves and laying, kind of paving the path for the next generation of yoga teachers who are going to be amazing or are amazing already. (laughs) But that goes all goes back to you, you know, and and so it's it's really cool. So. Oh, wow. 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 You know, I don't even know where to start with that except for uh, the intention from the very beginning. What I noticed some 20 years ago now, (laughs) it blows my mind, it blows my mind, Uh, was that uh, particularly at that time, there wasn't much yoga in the city. All the yoga was relegated to the suburbs. Yeah. Right, there was yoga in Brownsburg, there was yoga in Nora, there was yoga in all these out oh oops all these outlying areas, <laughs> yeah. but there was nothing really in the city, and thus the name City Yoga. Mm-hmm. I was teaching um, a class, um, a Yoga for a Better Back class, which was one of the signature classes that I taught here mm-hmm. at City Yoga, and I was teaching it at Attics at um, Christmas uh, Attics, right at yeah. Christmas Attics. Middle school, I think it was a middle school then. Um, and um, uh, again, that was really other than there were some, um, a few classes like at IUPUI, but they weren't so much for public consumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there was this void, right? This deficit of yoga in the city. Yeah. And I just, everything in me was saying, do this here. Yeah. at City Yoga. So we started out at 38th and Meridian yeah. and then <laughs> expanded from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been yeah quite the journey. Well, this facility is still amazing. You know, you found like a good spot and the, uh, you know, we put a few layers of paint on it since and, and uh, rent, rent's great. gone up, but, <laughs> but such is life. Um, yeah. And that, um, yeah, so when um, when you got things started, you know, with City Yoga, there was maybe just a handful of studios in the city. That's right. And now there's dozens of, strictly speaking, yoga studios, but there's hundreds of places yoga's offered yeah. now. Yeah, and, um, yeah. So when, as you watched the studio grow the first 10 years and the yoga growing around you what what was your you know what was your experience of that man everybody uh my 
my uh, parents, well, my mom was still alive at, at the at the time, and my brothers and sisters and most of the people around me thought I was out of my mind. A yoga school, right? <laughs> a yoga school. Yeah, I got teased a lot. Yogurt. I mean, yoga wasn't very, very widespread or in the mainstream like it is now. Mm -hmm. And so uh, people thought I was really (laughs) gone, (laughs) gone off the deep end to start a yoga school. Um, I remember um, not only was I teaching that class at at Christmas Addicts, I was teaching in a few churches in the in the community and it was at a time when you know you almost had to disguise the word yoga you know you had to talk about it as um stress relief as you know all these uh, i used it in a more therapeutic way so it was yoga for people with diabetes and and you know those kinds of things Mm -hmm. and i used to have to make um um an argument that this was a way uh, it had nothing to do with religion, number right. one, and that it was a way to particularly people in 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 the black community, which was one thing I wanted to uh, definitely wanted to serve. And um, uh, you used to have to make the argument that this was a way of of health to reclaim our own bodies. So we're not so much at the mercy of the the medical systems and all of those kinds of things. So yoga was not mainstream mm-hmm. in so much, not just in, it, it just started to become mainstream, really mainstream on the coast, yeah, on the West and East coast, but definitely here in the Midwest, when city yoga started, it was definitely not mainstream so it was it was an interesting journey through through those times a really really interesting journey (laughs) well and that uh it makes me think too that uh obviously the yoga community has grown so much but there's still like you mentioned the black community there's i still was just talking to a young man that came into yoga in the last just recently and uh he, some friend of his invited him to yoga. He's like, ah, it's for white people. You know, it, it was still there was still a bit of the not completely integrated into the co- different communities for different reasons and whatnot. But what is amazing though is that the um, communities have grown so much, and and seeing just the area around in the where you said like there was no yoga studios in the urban environment. Now we've got it's a bunch of studios, all different kinds, but there's, there's so many um, like juice bars and vegan this and vegan that. And, and there's a lot of attention to um, alternative therapy type stuff, or just really it's more like healthy living lifestyle wellness. Yes. That's not driven by the medical industry. Yes. Um, There's, maybe some supplement industry things sneaking in there. But, but for the most part, it's people like going whole food, yeah, reclaiming their bodies. That's right. And finding a holistic like um, path in the, in their own personal health and wellness. And, and, um, and one thing that you were a big influencer on is the growth of yoga <laughs> in the city. And you have to kind of own that. And, 
I've had a, more than one person tell me that's maybe moved here from like another medium-sized city, maybe out west, maybe it's a Denver or or a, like a Minneapolis or a Kansas City, you know, and um, and they were embedded in their yoga community there, and they've come to Indianapolis, visited studios, got kind of plugged in, and the um, the comment that really struck me was that they're like, you know, this Indianapolis today has a really mature yoga community. Like this is like a really solid, like there's, you know, a lot of people talking traditional, you know, concepts and philosophies and, and it's, it's uh, not just a trendy yoga thing, but a, a deeper, deeper yoga thing that's, spread throughout the community so thanks for making that groundwork i love that i love that there has to be a foundation right Mm -hmm. and when it's steeped in and this stuff is we know five thousand plus years old right so steeped in foundation and the ability, so we got roots, right? Roots with this stuff. And it's, it, I would assert that it's always important to acknowledge roots and to keep with all those things mm-hmm. because that's what give you wings, right? And this thing, now that there, there's some roots, has the possibility to, to continue to really fly and evolve and all those things and not um, uh, push away that foundation, really to really allow that to have the roots be solid so we can grow something from there. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. 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 Me too. Totally. And, uh, so the, um, uh, you have to come out for our anniversary party. <laughs> I wish I could. Mish is coming though. Oh, Mish is yeah, coming. Mish is coming. Uh, we spoke about it. Um, I'm headed out over the weekend right i'm uh, not teaching richard and i are at my uh, beloved richard yeah, richard's been yeah, on the show yeah, yeah richard Dolan. <laughs> and well mish is is nikki's daughter who was the basically the business manager for the mm. studio for 10 years thank god right <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to mish for keeping this place financially healthy and growing yeah yeah, yeah. i no way that it was gonna work without that because um, what I found was when I was trying to do it all, uh, there was this bifurcation mm-hmm. that was occurring. And I couldn't give as much awareness and attention to the study and growth from, from the study if I was steeped in thinking about the administrative stuff. And so she did that. And, and I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I need a mish. <laughs> I, I've got lots of great help here, though, actually. But but I started out trying to do it all and, and had some great help, and yeah. so I'm still um, really this in the last few years reached a point where it's like um, I don't know, just kind of reconciling. Like, okay, there's so much we can offer out to the community that you need to really empower people to do it on their own so to speak yeah. with with the support um i mean i've always been a supportive style management if you will but um not so much in a codependent way but in that sense of um 
observer, you yeah. know, and yeah. stepping in, you know, and sharing a little experience yeah. kind of thing. But I love it. But the, um, but it's cool to see how that, you know, people are just blossoming when you, you give them a foundation, yeah. like you mentioned, and then let them grow. And we, and I look at, um, we just launched a prenatal yoga teacher training. It's like the first one in Indiana that's I Yoga Alliance. I love it. Who's doing Is Kelly it's doing Kelly it? Kelly and I, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, it's 85 hours, and, and obviously I had nothing to do with it. I mean, I had to do the paperwork for Yoga Alliance. But, I love it. But they built this amazing curriculum, and it's they're just so sharp, and they're so so much experience i mean kelly has been teaching prenatal since what well, you know years ago that's something that really amazes me right that some of the teachers teachers have been that are teaching here have been teaching here yeah you know for close to 20 years is carol still here? carol's here what the hell <laughs> Car- oh. <laughs> it's, it's okay We're- carol was at that from almost from day one yeah. that city yoga opened yeah. right and and so it amazes me that says something that that those teachers are still here right yeah. i love that well and and uh kelly's daughter who she did yoga here when she was pregnant with is now working behind the front desk <laughs> and that's well that's lisa's daughter that's who i Sasha. that was and then Lydia is Kelly's 16-year-old, and um, I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's super cool. Oh, and, it uh, is super cool. Yeah. It's and super cool. Diane's still here. Wow. Um, so we've got Jocelyn. J- Jocelyn's still here. Still here. Oh she my goodness. Became a nurse, as you know. I love it. Doing that, and then. Um, Adrian, she's Adrian's teaching. here. She started teaching right, I think, right after you right. left. Right after um, she graduated. Yeah. 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 Um, so we've got, let's see, Carol, let's see, of course, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa Darty. Lisa D. Yeah. yeah. Lisa D is yeah. Still, yeah. still doing it. And I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but I think I counted like nine people that have been here over 10 years, maybe over 15. It's amazing. Out of... 30 you know so there's so there's this healthy experience level of teachers and then there's this great growing new new generation of teachers Uh coming through and that's amazing to watch you know how um you know like kendy you met on the way in here she's just bringing her own personality her you know, ideas about what she wants to teach. And um, I think that's what kind of like you instilled in people to, you know, teach what you know, follow your passion. And um, I think that's probably what led you to creating Y12SR. And um, for those not familiar that are listening, you know, Yogi or um, Nikki was one of the founders of the Yoga of 12-Step Recovery, coined as Y12SR. And you want to talk a little about how that yeah. sprouted yeah. And at yeah. City Yoga? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so about three years or so after City Yoga opened, right, 
my history, a lot of my history and healing comes from 12 steps and 12 step programs. And uh, what I noticed still with my deep involvement with 12 steps and this ever deepening study and teaching and involvement with yoga, right? So let's see. Yeah. So it would be maybe two years after City Yoga opened, first opened. I started to get all these questions. And there these questions were coming from everywhere, right? From the 12 step community, it was, you know, what's this deal with yoga? Right. And so people from 12 steps are asking me all these questions around yoga. And people who knew me and knew history and the things that I would talk about about my life that were yogis started asking me all these questions about 12 steps. And I'm like, now this is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is very interesting. So it wasn't too terribly long after that, that, that what came out of that was Y12SR, the yoga 12 step recovery. And it was just for, it started really just for that purpose to bring people together, both from, from 12 step who were curious about yoga and from yogis that were curious about 12 steps. Mm -hmm. And um, we started out with the intensive, right? What we call the Y12SR intensive. And it was, it turned into a weekend long thing where that's what we did. We just started looking at um, how the 12 steps in yoga deeply integrate and how yoga and the 12 steps. So from both lenses, looking at it from both lenses, Mm -hmm. and uh, looked at philosophy and practices uh, and all of those things. And, you know, and then we put in, um, I love to say Watovisar is all about connecting dots, and that's what it was, Mm -hmm. between yoga philosophy and practices with the very practical tools that come from 12-step programs and how to deepen those. And then you add to that trauma and trauma healing. I've done all this study around trauma and work around trauma. And you add to that trauma healing, right? And so um, it's just been all about connecting all these dots. Mm. And so it grew. We would do the intensive and and. First, it started out people just from the Indianapolis area. And then after a while, people from nearby communities like Louisville and places in Ohio and all of that kind of stuff started coming. So we did the intensive. And what happened after we first started doing the intensive? We'd done, so we used to do them maybe three or four times a year. Mm-hmm. And what happened after a while is people were like, this is great for you to do this weekend, but we need more, right? We always, addiction to the disease (laughs) of more, right? We always want more, (laughs) more, right? And so we started doing these, um, first they were monthly, and they were this combination class that comes out of Watovisar, which is cognitive work around the 12 steps and really, the spiritual principles that sit underneath the steps. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people all the time, the purpose for working the steps is to embody the spiritual principles in our lives, right? right? To get deep with those spiritual principles and the spiritual principles that sit underneath the steps look a whole lot like 
the the spiritual principles that we teach in in yoga right absolutely yeah yeah. (laughs) no no it's amazing no doubt right 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 oh yeah and so we started doing these classes that were what were topic based it looked like um what you do in 12-step meetings Mm -hmm. and then we followed that with this trauma-informed themed yoga practice that was themed in whatever the spiritual principle was that we were we were looking at and it took off i mean it took off people started from other communities start going you know what is this and why are you doing how are you doing it and it just took off it 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 seemed to fill a void because it's everything in the room at the same time mm-hmm. ultimately recognizing that uh, we're all addicted to the way we process our reality, right? And that's really what Patanjali is saying in the Yoga Sutras, in the Kleshas, yeah. right? That's what a vidya is. We're all addicted to the way we process our reality. Yeah. And so people started to find value in it, and it took off and um, uh, spread now internationally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah. It is just unreal. So it just seemed to be something that filled a gap, yeah. right? And that supported people mm-hmm. in sustainable recovery. And yeah. so um, I'm blown away and deeply grateful. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I always tell people like they're, you know, like, why Nikki sell the studio or why'd you buy it? Kind of. And I was like, well, she created this this method with Y12SR that was just growing and the demands for travel and going was taking her out of the studio so much it was time to pass the torch yep. you know and and yeah. we still have you know Sunday night Y12SR here I love it and it was so funny Dave from the very beginning of of Y12SR's blossoming and and all of that kind of thing I always knew that this was going to have a life of its own yeah. that I always wanted to set it up so that it was never dependent like Y 12 SR that it's not dependent on me. Mm-hmm. Right. That it really isn't about me. Right. That it's just, it, it's own thing. And so uh, when we decided, and I say we, because Mish was definitely involved in that decision. Right. The other thing that started happening was not only was Y 12 SR, um, uh, taking off in a, in a really big way. Um, uh, Mish remarried. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She wanted a day off. <laughs> she wanted an occasional day off. Right? <laughs> and, you know, she had this blended family that yeah. was coming together. So there was some need to give some time and attention, right, to, to those things. And so when we made the decision that, that uh, you know, we were going to sell, uh, it, we knew that it couldn't just be to anybody. We were really, really, um, uh, the, the word that I want to use that comes from Yoga Sutras is viveka, right? Yeah. And viveka means discriminative awareness. Yeah. And we were really looking to have, we were really intentional about, because there were a couple of people that, that, you know, when we said, kind of put the word out that, mm-hmm. they, that we wanted to do this, uh, that approached us, and, uh, and we knew that that um, uh, it needed to be a really particular, special 
grounded, rooted, committed energy. And so when when you popped up in this, we were like, yep, <laughs> this is it. You know, energetically, yeah, yeah, we just knew. Yeah. I yeah. felt that. And I didn't even know you guys were thinking about selling it. <laughs> I was like, we should open another one of these. <laughs> uh, so this is how that energy works. That's you right. Know, we, I, I, You know, we talk about... Um, we're just coming towards the end of a teacher training and we've talked a lot about, you know, like visualizing where you want to go with That's your yoga right. and, and how important it is to put that energy, that vibration out there to it, sort of the law of attraction, but it's really about a way of being That's right. instead of goals and wanting, That's but right. it's more like, this is my intention. This is my, really my heartfelt intention. And then how can I support my way of being? Um, so we d we'll do some exercises around that, whether it's vision boards. And, you know, now that realm has shifted more into the quantum field where past, present, and future is all now. And, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's some little shifts and all that. But there's um, still this idea of, you know, if you re repetitively tell yourself you can't do something, you send out this vibration that, and you'll get things that help you not do it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so we just try to pratipakshabhavana. This pratipakshabhavana. Uh, yeah. You flip, flip it that. over. Right. And be like, I can do right. that. I can. And, and it's so amazing. And this is like a great example of how I had um, that intention, you know, and then I stumbled along and you guys had an intention and, energetically it felt really it felt <laughs> right, really right right yeah right and now 10 years later and and we grown as a school with i mean you know the 200 hour and we've done bunches of 500s and we've started a new uh 10 week 50 hour yoga refresh yoga teacher refresh i love it especially the last few years people have gotten out of their rhythm of teaching or being in Even person practicing and practicing right yeah. right, right. And oh my goodness i love that prenatal we've got some other stuff in the works gonna roll out and um so it's really as a school we have just been you know just firing on all cylinders because of all these amazing experienced teachers that you know and you I know i mean carol could have her you know her Ashtanga class is like a school of its, its own little shala, you know, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. she's so amazing at training Ashtangis and creating community and sharing philosophy from the Ashtanga lens. Um, so back to um, how Y12 has grown. I mean, I'm perusing your website and um, looking at all the different programs that have come you know, come to fruition, a mix of online. I so see you're getting out in person so a little bit more, you know. Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was really curious about uh, the healing addiction, Sean Corn and Gary Krapsow, who you always spoke of him as one of your first yep. teachers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's going on? What yep. happens yep. there? That was a bucket list oh. thing. That was really a bucket list thing. So I uh, did this um, filming with Yoga Inter International, 
And I, I said, I really, really want to ask. Both of those are two very, very influential teachers yeah. in, in my sphere. Uh, Sean has been my mentor, teacher, best friend, We, you know, for decade, for a decade, for more than a decade now, right? She was really influential in, in you know, when I was feeling, when the monkeys were going in the mind about starting Y12SR and did I really want to do that? And then, and then, and then, the monkeys, yeah, yeah. right, right. She was the one that chilled the monkeys, right, for me, <laughs> helped me, helped me to chill out the monkeys and just go forward and, and, and do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's been a really, really influential, um, uh, just being in my sphere for so very long. And Gary is where I did a depth of teaching, uh, of, of, um, uh, teacher training. I did Gary's 200, 500, 500. No, I did, did Gary's 500 and eight. Yeah. And yoga therapy. Yeah. Right. So I went through the Vinny yoga training for, yeah. for yoga therapy. And it's such a rich depth. It's the Vinny yoga tradition. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was taught directly by uh, TKV Desikachar. Yeah. That was his teacher who of course is a uh, Christian Macharya's son. Yeah. Right. And so I've, always been so deeply honored you know to have received the teachings that close mm -hmm. you know from from the christian macharya lineage and uh um so i asked him right i don't know I, I just asked him i said i'm working on this thing called healing addiction a yogic perspective right and i i asked my two most influential teachers <laughs> to to do it with me and both of them said yes and oh. i'm just so honored uh, so grateful well right. i will post that and when is that it's, oh no it's okay. it's a recording oh, it's, oh, it's right uh, okay there's the other thing that is coming up uh that is really interesting we're doing with with um the international association of yoga therapists so okay. iayt yeah and eat breathe thrive and give back yoga in september which is recovery month Mm -hmm. We are doing an online virtual thing uh, that's called uh, Yoga and Recovery Healing Addiction and Eating Disorders. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the last, I want to say the 23rd through the 25th of, of September. And we're bringing in just uh, for anyone, right? And I don't know how you not be... When, you know, in this country right now, there's an opioid death every five minutes. Every freaking something's wrong with this picture, yeah. right? And it's not something that, that pharmacology or the AMA or government or any of that kind of stuff alone can mm. solve, yeah. right? Yeah. And so uh, this grassroots stuff that you know and that we do, Right, it can have a very, 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 um, I would assert, uh, input into healing yeah. this thing at a at a deep level. Yeah. And so we're gathering a bunch of international folks from all threads. From policy, we're going to look at policy. We're going to look at um, uh, healthcare and pharmaceutical. Uh, uh, we're looking at it all. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, how can we create a platform for healing? 
right, plus grassroots mm. stuff. So I'm really excited about that. I think mm. that there's, um, uh, particularly for yoga teachers and yoga therapists and those who are interested in in working this thing, yeah. you know, from this bigger lens. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm really excited. I think this thing is going to yeah. offer some insight yeah. into that. That um, yeah, that sounds pretty powerful. And I I think about um, you know, people like yourself and and people like my son. You know, I, I lost a son to addiction for. Some of you may not know out there through an overdose, and um, his mother, Justin, she created Overdose Lifeline. Yes. And I was just looking at some of their reports on what they've been doing the last seven years, and um, and it's about education and awareness. Uh, initially, it was about getting Narcan and yes. Naloxone yes. out, out. Yeah. and and they they leveraged to pass the law to make it make it legal in Indiana for first responders Amazing. and families, lay people to have the overdose um, drug. Amazing that it and, was not. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, somebody it needed somebody to stand and speak right. up and, and they right. called it Aaron's law yes. and they, so they, you know, saved countless lives doing that. But what they started an education program into schools called, this is not about drugs. And it's, uh, they're doing a second iteration of it, but they've gone national and they've just through their education, um, you know, uh, efforts have reached hundreds of thousands of kids. I love it. And, and I love the preventative nature yeah. to this. And she's pretty tuned in with policy, too. I mean, I mean, she's very aware um we should connect you two sometime. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, soon, because I would love to ask her to be a part of this thing that we're doing in September. Yeah. I would love to. I think that's just the kind of information that I would love to get out to this broader audience. Yeah. And she actually, I'm going to a ribbon cutting, like amongst other things they're doing. Um, for a women's halfway house, right in South Broad Ripple area. South Broad Ripple, yeah, I it was love the old it. indie hostel building. Um, it's uh, I forget. It's not. I'll, I'll connect you with that. But I but, love it. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, they're just doing a lot of work, and there's a, a camp Mariposa, which is a, a camp for children that have been affected by addiction. Yes, um, whether they lost a parent or a sibling. And they have a monthly program. Every other month is a, you know, overnight weekend. And so it's, you know, it's it's normalizing their life, you know, bringing normalcy back into this life that's been shattered yes. by addiction. Yep. And, um, and they, you know, that's, you know, it's called Aaron's Camp Mariposa. And so it's, you know, a lot of um, just amazing energy and effort has been put out. We've had, you know done some yoga stuff with them i was going to say and especially I, that the, the oh, well, brandon house. brandon Tryman teaches it oh yeah. i love it he's a city yoga graduate and i uh, love trained it in y12 sr i so, love it um, but i would love to get um uh information about the halfway house okay i would love to support y12 sr in there we found through some work we're doing that is is a very supportive kind of thing in those kinds of environments mm -hmm. in that whole context is set up there. So yeah, 
I want to be connected. Okay, definitely. Yeah. We'll, we yeah. will do that. And uh, we circle back a little bit. You said you did some filming with Yoga International. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, was I've that done quite a bit of filming with Yoga International, actually. Yeah. So I, the other thing that I did with Yoga International that I love was called uh, it. Uh, some yoga schools around the country are using this piece as input for the ethics um, uh, requirement. Mm -hmm. in 200 hour programs it's called the yoga of ethics and and so it goes deep into number one what ethics is and why it's important in this context and all of that but the other piece that i love that i added into that is this whole thing particularly in yoga teachers and any really helping profession the the danger of crossing the fine line from compassionate to codependent yeah. right and so there's a lot in there about how to recognize when i'm crossing the line i did this other piece it's a part of the y12 our curriculum that asked the question are you compassionate or are you codependent mm-hmm. the wisdom to know the difference right <laughs> that there's a fine yeah. line right between compassionate and codependent and it's one that's easily um uh you know one is easily crossed Mm -hmm. really with any helping profession so in this piece we delve into that right and we look at that pretty deeply uh, because we end up when we cross that threshold and we move into codependent we can cause more harm Mm -hmm. right and so the first number one um, uh, yama is ahimsa, right. right? Himsa means violence. Put the A in front of it, it means not or not, right? And so we can cross that line pretty easily, mm-hmm. particularly when we get into this whole codependent aspect of things. So yeah. that one's uh, I love. Yeah, I really well, love I'll that to, We'll have to dig into it maybe do guest just teach some stuff here yeah yeah, yeah I mean, one, once again <laughs> yeah yeah i'd love to it's a good that's yeah. that one's a hard one and then i did um the intensive is online okay. with with yoga international okay and so um uh so just done a ton of work and then there's some stuff as well on our girl Keno McGregor's network. Oh yeah, yeah. Home Stars. I saw <laughs> that. Home I saw stars. Like, Home Stars. I'm yeah. like, oh, you fucked up with Keno. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Keno and I have known each other for a, a minute, right? She was came to Y12SR. I'm um, to Y12SR to <laughs> City Yoga. Right, yeah. a couple, of, and that's where where we first met. And she, you know, the first time I think she was here, she stayed with me, and and we formed a relationship yeah. and then i've been at her school yeah. and taught and so yeah so it was yeah. great well you introduced me to her right around i think the year i took over the studio yeah. and so we've become good friends he knows a real deal she's just yeah she is like yeah she's a person. real deal yeah. And Tim, her Tim yeah, Feldman, he's, you yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. I did some work with him. I never met Tim. Every time it seemed like I was uh, in Miami or she was here, Tim was traveling or Tim yeah. was away. So we've never met face to face, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, yeah he's a really cool guy. He's coming next year, as a matter of fact, first, first time here. And, and I, um, 
really kind of got to know him a little bit. I did a couple of his uh, during lockdown. He was doing these one week um, like Mysore intensives. Oh, yeah. So you, Mysore every morning, then a little yoga sutra study and, and kind of discussion. Oh, man. Um, so I was like, uh, and actually, I, had, I did a podcast with him. If you look through our archives, which I are love it. linked to the City Yoga page. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just a neat guy. He's had, you know, depth of training and, and that lineage and um, finding his lens um, through a deep study of um, sutras and ashtanga. Um, so you got the film, you got, okay. One thought that kind of came up was the, um, and you mentioned trauma, and um, I think it was Go- Dr. Gabor Mate yeah. made the comment. It's like, I don't, he, I don't know if he said 100% or 99% of, of all people struggling with addiction have some trauma in right. their background. Right, and, right. Yeah, and I, and I like believe that, and then I worked with, um, you know, doing some traumatic grief and bereavement trainings and study and my own work um there's a dr uh joanne cacciatore out in arizona um university of arizona professor she actually wrote the book um burying the unbearable mm. and um, she created a care farm with rescue animals and mm. help families you know going through traumatic bereavement whether it's the loss of a child um you know accident death suicide um you know, sudden tragic deaths, you know. And um, so she is very, um, has a very mindful background in mm. uh, sort of Buddhism and yoga, and and she's like a research academic. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, she's been on Oprah. She's like I been on the it. national platform. But that um, trauma, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, how it gets untreated and how, um, addiction is just such a there's a natural pathway oh, for man. people to go down. Yeah, because you, you know you think about that, right? One of the things we talk about a lot in in Wadhavasar is is particularly um, in in you know I live in Western culture, so this is what I'm in. You know the programming that has come. Right. We're all programmed. Right. Yeah. So this is this is the program and that I've received just living in, in this culture. We are so geared toward relief mm-hmm. that we don't understand the distinction between there's this collapse in the distinction between relief and resolve. Right. And so when, it, it, you know, the relief gets to be a problem because we have to keep doing it mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And there's no real, we're so busy in the relief Mm -hmm. that we, we don't get to the underlying thing, the, the resolve. And, um, I love Gabor's work. I've done a little bit. Gabor asked me to be as a part of one of his things, the big online things that he has done. And, and I love and adore Gabor's work. And I would say, uh, if he didn't say 99, I, I would say at least 99% <laughs> chance, yeah. right? And my study and work with this has come from uh, 
uh, Dr. Peter Levine, right? Yeah. And so my background in this is from the work of, of somatic experiencing. And I love the way he talks about it. He gave this definition of trauma that helped me to make this deep link between trauma and addiction and, and yoga, right? And yeah. it's like trauma is anything that lies in, in our body, uh, in our being. When I say body, because he talks about it this way. Uh, he says anything that's unresolved really are incomplete right that that stays with mm -hmm. with in our body that can cause damage and this is what he said at a biological physiological uh mental emotional level right mm -hmm. and so i read that definition right and i looked at that and i'm like well damn he's describing what the yogis speak of as the five bodies it was a yeah. different way to speak of the five bodies and then he says in there anything that's unresolved or incomplete or undigested that lies across those five bodies mm -hmm. in a state in that state of incomplete or anything and that is Oh, the other thing I've been doing, by the way, right, I've gotten deep into Ayurveda. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah really yeah. deep into Ayurveda. So Ayurveda yeah. describes that as ama, uh -huh. right? You know, ama is anything that lies undigested, unresolved, incomplete across our five bodies. And that was the definition that Peter was using for trauma, mm -hmm. right? It's like trauma and ama are... are really basically the same thing mm -hmm. and when you know when i when that sunk in at that deep level you know it was yeah. just another one of those connectors that's yeah. it and then you think about what yoga means right yeah. it's 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 integration it's balance it's wholeness well mm -hmm. Addiction's yeah. the opposite, right? right? Disconnection. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. separation <laughs> and misalignment. And that's what that's yeah. what addiction is, right? Yeah. So why would we not right yeah. put these things together? They're the antithesis of Yeah, <laughs> and I think of that other. Alma, and I think of with Deskachar calls it rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Burning off rubbish. Yeah. As as a you know, a, a byproduct of a yoga practice. Right. In a study, right, and then samskaras. That's right, and vasanas, right? The yeah. deeper level of samskaras, yeah. which are the the kind of intergenerate. You can think of these as like intergenerational yeah. stuff, the stuff that gets passed, yeah, culturally and and really uh, personally, family wise, all those things, those deep things, the yeah. programming, yeah, right, it's yeah. the Maya. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, the whole illusion. Well, that, yeah, I've been taking some deep dives in some of these same little realms and um, not doing the, you know, the depth of program creation you're doing, which is amazing. And say a little bit about, gosh, time is going by fast, <laughs> um, about uh, what shifted the last couple of years. I know you've done a whole slew of things online yeah. and um, and then some pre-recorded and some live stream and then maybe talk a little bit about that and maybe and then we'll kind of wrap up a little bit about the satsang okay and that that's I love that let's go there I love that right. I love that yeah so like everyone else right we had to make this big shift yeah when when uh, when this 
pandemic, right, hit in the midst of so many other pandemics that were already going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. Right, right, right. So um, uh, had made this big shift and so put most all of the Watovisar programming either live streamed or or pre-recorded right yeah. so did all this work to to make that shift to do that and now like you said before we're just beginning to to merge out of that we i'm very hopeful i've done all the filming and and all of that sometime in the fall we look to launch uh, a whole new platform for the way to do the Watovisar, to become a Watovisar space holder mm -hmm. and things like that. So I'm really looking forward oh. to that. The filming's already been done and uh, it's going to just roll out yeah. uh, in, in a, a different way. And so I'm really, really, really grateful for that. Yeah. That was exhausting doing all <laughs> that filming, but we got it all done. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so... Um, Really looking forward to that. And then um, uh, did this thing that I have absolutely loved and going just about to complete the first version of it. We call it the Addiction Recovery Wisdom School. Uh -huh. And it's a it's a deeper dive. Right. I mean, a much deeper dive into um, uh, really the, the heart of how it is that we walk and, and deepen our walk mm -hmm. in uh, the spiritual principles. It looks a lot, uh, part of it, how we befriend our brain. So there's all this great work by, uh, that I love by Jill Taylor, Bol Jill Bolte Taylor. Okay. It's called Whole Brain Living. Right. Uh -huh. And so it was integrating a lot of the stuff for, for whole brain living and integrating uh, Ayurveda and integrating, um, uh, of course, a deep, deep dive into the Yoga Sutras and how they relate and, mm -hmm. and all of those kinds of things and parts of the Upanishads. And so it's just a, a, yeah. a way we do all this work in Y12SR. It's a way to more fully unpack mm -hmm. all the things that are already in there and um you, you know just allow things you you know yeah. they, the, <laughs> the, it's an ocean deep right? right it's like i remember we would always tell the folks in the 200 hour training right really if if you come out of here out of the 200 hour training and you you're just kind of like oh my god this is so deep then we know we did our job right yeah, yeah, yeah. dipping the toe in the ocean it's a dip <laughs> of your toe in the ocean right and it can unpack yeah forever yeah right i'm still blown away why by what i know i don't know right oh yeah no i i uh there's so much out there and I'm, you know, I love like Svadhyaya's, you know, I guess do a lot of self-study and do a lot of continuing to learn. Yeah. And, you know, one book opens the door to three more, you know, <laughs> so I have to curb my desire to, to read it all. I know. And embody. I and know. Just take it yep. and embody. Yep. And, um, yep. but it's just amazing to have watched, 
you know, your platform grow and the work you're doing in the world is, is super cool. And I think about it, it's a little, it, the first little sprout was city yoga. Yeah. Really, you know, buddy. and, uh, yep. and now it's that, you know, legacy is living on and, um, We'll have to get you back in here so doing some grateful. doing some program local, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the uh, so I was intrigued with the sat song. How long has it been going on, and what's, um, what's up with that? It started in I want to say like December or last fall. Okay, twenty twenty one. Right, right. Twenty twenty one was when when it it actually started, and uh, Rolf came to me. Um, I think Rolf and Garish had been doing some things together like that for a while. And for whatever reason, the platform didn't didn't work. And Rolf came to me. Right. Rolf is brother from another mother. You know, <laughs> you know. Right. Rolf Gates. For Rolf those Gates. Out there, yeah. 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 And we've worked together. We did yoga, meditation, addiction, recovery conference. Right. We yeah. were the founders of of that whole thing, which has now been going on for 10 plus years, yeah. maybe even 12 plus. I don't even know. I can't <laughs> keep up time. anymore. <laughs> I can't keep up with it anymore. And so, um, I, Rolf came to me, he said, can, you know, how, what would this be like if we offered this, um, and, and made it this 12 step inspired thing and offered it as, you know, from under, out of the Y12SR platform. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, yeah, yeah. And I speak about this as, you know, it's just another one of those connective tools, mm-hmm. right, that just serves as as a, yet another uh, a, a link, another connection for, for healing, right? It's a, another tool in the toolbox for healing. And so every third Thursday of, of the month, which is coming up, this next Thursday, yeah. right? So it'll be next week from when we're doing this right now. Yeah. And um, uh, we do this hour-long thing. And it's Rolf and um, me or I, I will do using an introduction. And sometimes I'll do a little a little 10-minute, what we call in 12-step lead or Dharma oh, talk or, or, yeah. Yeah, or, or, or something like that. And or and if I don't do it, I invite someone else in mm-hmm. to 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 do that. And then um, we Garish comes on and does magic, right? Yeah. We chant, and and all of us have some Garish and Rolf and I have um, um, some tie into addiction healing, mm-hmm. right? Into healing or a, a personal connection right with a lived experience relative to the the disease of addiction and so garish brings in the chanting and uh it's all it just always amazes me how we don't talk to each other about what we're going to do and it's just oh you know how it is it just oh (laughs) my goodness and so garish comes in and we chant and then Rolf comes in and, and leads. Sometimes it's a, a little chair practice, okay. um, uh, but it always has within it a, a depth of meditation. It always has, yeah. has a, yeah, yeah. a depth of meditation. 
And and it's just a beautiful thing, right? It's this hour long thing that can be used. It's all donation based and the the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And it's just another little tool to to support grounding, to support, you know, community um community to support each other as we walk this path of healing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that is so. It's I'm good. I'll be there next Thursday. For yeah, sure. it's a beautiful thing. Uh, well, that you know is, um, yeah, it's just some such good work, and that's so exciting work. And so to kind of wrap up, I'll, just a little note to our listeners: we'll we'll put in the podcast notes links to Nikki's website that's got all her programming, how you can connect with her online, either live. Live events, live streaming events, um, take advantage of the pre-recorded teachings and her work through OMSTARS, which is a platform through another longtime guest teacher at City Yoga, Keena McGregor. And uh, she's uh, just international, doing a lot to influence um you know, the world of yoga through her teachings and experience. Levels. Yeah, yeah. She knows the yeah. real deal. Yeah, she, she is. And, um, so yeah, that's exciting. And I, um, I'm so glad you were able to come today and take time out. And I know. thank you, Dave. I mean, what you're doing in, in, I mean, I knew, we knew, you know, the minute you it, it, we came together and there was this joint interest in moving this further, um, it was like City Yoga. Like I said, this place has always had a life of its own. It I know it knew that it wanted to serve community mm-hmm. and that you're stewarding this and have been stewarding it for the last 10 years in, in this way, um, it continues to make my heart happy. So oh. thank you oh. for everything that, yeah. that you've done here. It's been amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you all that tuned in. And we'll, we'll look forward to um, more time on the air and have a really amazing day. Thank you for listening to The Yoga Voice, brought to you by City Yoga School of Yoga and Health, where we are committed to exploring how yoga inspires and transforms. Find out more at www.cityyoga.biz. That's C-I-T-Y-O-G-A dot biz. Special thanks to our producer, Brian Sims, for his audio expertise. <laughs>